Every business wants to engineer new possibilities, creating revenue, optimizing costs, and scaling technologies like cloud and AI. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and find the services you need to get the value you seek. Deloitte. This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe... I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Good afternoon. Happy Wednesday. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Bless you, Rico. Nick Sainer and Enrique alvarez Clary are with you today. Hello, Rico. Hello. How's it going, man? Uh, it's going good. That hurt my neck. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. It was a very intense sneeze. You just went went off here in a second. I had to, look, man, I had to, I had to, it had to get out. As always, 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline. The Sarder Heyman text line, both those open for you the entire hour. Um, we have plenty of stuff to get to today. We'll talk a little bit. Today, especially, I'm in a baseball mood, Rico. Baseball! Why? Baseball's not a thing. Baseball is 30 days away for Nebraska. They sent out a graphic today, so I got excited. It was 50-some degrees yesterday, which feels like you should have been at Haymarket Park for a 115 first pitch against Columbia. Yeah. I mean, tell it's me always, I'm wrong. It's, it's like always Columbia, Columbia or the Citadel. Some some weird school. This year it's well not Campbell. This year. Campbell, UT Arlington, mm. Northwestern State. Just a just a gorgeous day for some lower division one. It's early. Program to it's, come to Nebraska. Yeah, it's early March because they're it's lower division one because that's the only programs that will come to Nebraska in yep. early March. Because as we know, San Diego State will not. Yeah, and it'll be – so the Friday game will be 55 degrees, and then the Saturday game will be 14. Feels like 14. It'll get rained out. Yeah, rained out. Or snowed out or whatever. So that's what – that's the kind of mood that I'm in right now, and it's January 19th. But Major League Baseball is not alive. It is not. Minor League Baseball is not. MLB is still fake now because it's not a thing because there's no minor Major League Baseball. It's it's unreal what's going on right now. Um, which we'll keep it uh, with. We'll keep you guys updated as we go along. Like I said, four zero two four six four five six eight five Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sider Hammond Text Line, um, as well as the video stream, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube. Find us on Twitter, Nick underscore Saner, and at Radio Rico AC. Um, like I just mentioned, plenty of stuff to get to. We'll talk a little bit, little baseball here early on. Um, then I want to. Me and Rico haven't been able to talk that much about the quarterback situation because when Chubba Purdy made his announcement it was about 30 minutes after we got off the air um, we haven't been able to talk about what we feel like that means for Nebraska going forward and then um, in terms of that I want to ask Aaron Sorensen of Hill Varsity a couple questions as well because she is back after a couple week hiatus she was out of town um, doing some stuff so she is back today and she'll continue coming on every Wednesday we'll ask her stuff with football ask her volleyball because Kayla Caffey is for sure back for the spring mm-hmm. she's enrolled in classes and she is applying for a waiver for the fall season yay hopefully maybe yay and so 
there you go. Kayla Caffey could be a huge addition for Husker Volleyball. Um, not even addition, but just another player that sticks around for, for John Cook as they be a big try to go back to another national title yeah. at the end of next season. Yeah, you're losing, you know, Lawrence Stivens in the middle. Callie Schwarzenbach went to Long Beach State yep. with Senor Hildebrand. Um, so keeping at least one of your established middles would be would go a long way for for this team next season. So first off, I wanna I want to talk some minor league baseball, Rico, because I told you this a couple minutes ago. I read an article yesterday that the Sugarland Skeeters great like one of one of the best names in minor league baseball. The triple A affiliate of Houston. the Astros. Yes. Are going to be now called the Sugarland uh, Space Cowboys. Mm, Which I one's still better? Love it. Which, Which one's, one's better? better? Space Cowboys and Skeeters. Uh, Space Cowboys. Space right? Cowboys. Minor league better. baseball has the best logos and team names in any sport anywhere ever. I, I think that's just a fact. I, I still right? would. Am I, I still wrong? would put mine as the Trash Pandas are my favorite. Mm, Trash Pandas. Best really logo. Good. Best logo. Um, some of the, the other babies, ones. The babies or the whatever. That one was weird, but it was good. It worked. Yeah, I'm going through all of them right now. Okay, so some of them. Uh, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Ooh, I love that That's one. a good it's, one. That's great. The The Montgomery Biscuits is a good one. Yes. The Hartford Yard Goats. Oh, the Yard Goats. Yes. Um, the, uh, there's, then it's just the Storm Chasers. There's the something isotopes. Uh, I'm trying to find I think them. it's somewhere in Colorado, possibly. The tough thing is, is these aren't all. No, just I, that might be double A. Albuquerque isotopes. Albuquerque isotopes. Wow. The Gwinnett Stripers. Mm. There's like the fifty oneers. That's a team. Yes, that's, the that aliens. is. Um, there's there's got to be better ones. Is it Bowie or Bowie? Bowie Bay Sox. I, I think it's, it's the Bowie Bowie, Bowie, Bowie Bay, Bay Sox. Sox. Reno Aces, Jersey Shore Blue Claws. Ooh. Fresno Grizzlies. There's one that's like a the not bluegills because it's like a it's like a it's like a spearfish but it was blue something I believe. Um, there's the Lakeland F- flying tigers. Who, flying that's tigers. A, that's a good one. Tigers flying that tigers. fly. Wait a minute, Lakeland, dude. We need to figure flying out flying tigers. I, I need are to get dangerous. They, okay, so they are a low A affiliate. Low A, low A. I'm so fine with that. Below so below, so ball. you get no, drafted. No, no, just above rookie ball. You get drafted, and you know they think you have more potential than somebody else later on in the rounds that they've drafted. And they throw you at low A, low and you're a, a flying tiger. Low A Southeast and the low A affiliate of the Detroit Tigers in Lakeland, Florida. They play their home games at Publix Field at Joker Marchant Stadium. Let me be wow. a flying tiger. I I need to get. I need to get Any more merch. minor league merch. I have the Trash Panda shirt, which I'm a big fan of. I want a Jacksonville Jumbo. I want the Jumbo Shrimp. I want like a minor league, a hat from every minor league team. I'm uh, I'm going through here. Okay, so I, I would take merch from the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Bison. Mm-hmm. Hartford Yard Goats has a yes, cool logo. Yes, 100%. Montgomery what, Biscuits, just because they're biscuits. What about the Erie Seawolves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would go with the Erie Seawolves. I always end up on MLB another the Detroit, show. Another Detroit Tiger. When I end up affiliate. on the show, I end up on the Erie Seawolves a decent amount of the time. Really? Yeah. I was on I'm the, always getting drafted by the Tigers. I don't know what's going on. What about, would you 
couple more here. Would you take merch from the Akron Rubber Ducks? Oh, yes, 100%. Yes. <laughs> How about the – what about the Binghamton Rumble Ponies? Yes, 100%. Who are they, the – The Binghamton Rumble Ponies? They Binghamton. are – hold on, don't tell me. Uh, the Rumble Ponies. <laughs> Not a sentence you thought you would say today. Who are they affiliated with? The White Sox. I don't know. Nope, really it's the Mets. Dang Let's it. try. Um, so, okay. So, let's see. Is there any more that I'm missing here? Uh, somebody on the text line, Eric says Carolina Mudcats. Yes. That's a good one, actually. Um, Midland Rockhouse, Frisco Rough Riders, Springfield Cardinals, Rome Braves. I hate when I'll, they just I'll put go this with out with they just go with the normal. Very boring. The Yankees do that, and I hate it. Well, I mean, like the Iowa Cubs. Mm-hmm. Be better. Yeah. But I still love you. The Omaha. They used to be the Omaha Royals. It, the Omaha Storm Chasers. Yeah. I, I remember when they first announced that I hated it. I was like, why don't you just stick with the Royals? Would you be interested in being a member of the Portland Sea Dogs? Or the yes. New Hampshire Fisher Cats? Ooh, I could be a Fisher Cat. A cat that fishes. Would you rather be a, a cat that fishes or a flying tiger? Flying tiger. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely a flying tiger. All right. That's enough of that. Okay. So the... Anyway, we could go on and on. We could the go on. The Skeeters have changed okay, their actually, name. Last question: Should the Salt Dogs change their name? No, that's fine. It's it's original. We're getting mad at teams because their names are original. No, we're not. We're getting mad because they're Iowa Cubs. Unoriginal. Maybe that's a good point. Yeah, Salt we Dogs. love original names. Salt Dogs. It's better than just the dog. Isn't it like they play like the Chicago Dogs. Yes. Um. Brian on the text line says the Everett Aqua Sox. Ooh, Ooh I didn't see that one. I did not see that one yeah, in this the, list. The Lee Valley Iron Pigs. That's a good one. That's a great one. I just one. need to look up triple. See, guys? This well, is much triple more. A, triple A and double A. Triple A minor league baseball teams. Rocky Mountain Vibes? What? <laughs> <laughs> I hope these are real. I hope. I hope. Vibes. Oh, okay. So just out here vibing, man. Um. So for the Houston Astros, their Double A team is named Corpus Christi Hooks. Oh yeah. Wow. Okay. So I'm I'm quickly going through their logo is pretty cool because it's you know Corpus Christi the two C's but they're hooks they're little fish. Oh, that is cool then. New uh New York Yankees, um, they are the Rail Riders. Yeah, it's that. Rail Riders, Patriots, Renegades, Renegades. Are there f- next or next three? Yeah, it's pretty dumb. Toledo Mudhens, not bad. I too like the dude. Mud the hens. Tigers, the Tigers might have the, the f- best. The Flying Tigers. The Tigers might have the best farm AAA. system name. Yeah, they have the Toledo Mudheads, Erie Sea Wolves, West Michigan Whitecaps, and Lakeland fi- Flying Tigers. Wow, that's not bad at all. Wow, Detroit. The Detroit Tigers spent all their money on marketing firms on getting really cool names, and none of it on players. You're right. Yikes. <laughs> Is that too far? I'm yeah. sorry to all the Detroit Tiger fans <laughs> out there. Not really. So, sidebar, did you see Carlos Correa signed with the agent that Corey Seager, Scott Boras, I believe is his oh, name? Well, everybody signs with Scott Boras. But he's the one that negotiated that Corey Seager deal with yeah. Texas. No, so every, look, everybody that, that in takes, baseball. That takes Chicago out of any shot to land Carlos Correa. All the big names in baseball signed with Scott Boras. The man is the highest paid agent in the world. What's Scott Boris's net worth? Uh, I had I had, that was a question that I asked a couple like last week or something. It was one of my questions of the day. Uh, not Jay his net worth, Wiz. just how much he makes in a year. What's his net worth? Four hundred and fifty mil. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Yep. He's negotiating contracts or like all of his contracts combined for his players, not what he makes, but what they make is like four billion some some Holy something like crap. that. That like is unreal. His players are making a boatload of money. And I think he only does baseball. That's unbelievable. Okay, the Richmond Flying Squirrels is also a good oh, one. Oh yes. Richmond Flying Squirrels. Um and that's that's pretty much it. I mean, we had we said the blue claws. The fighting fills. Yeah, Brian says the Aqua Sox are the high A team for the Mariners. Yeah, that's yeah. A, the Aqua Sox seems like a Mariners team name. Absolutely. I mean the Cubs. This this is the Cubs. Iowa Cubs, Tennessee Smokies, South Bend Cubs, Myrtle Beach Pelicans. Mm, Myrtle Beach Pelicans. Say something other than a bird. I like Pelicans. For, Look, if you're gonna go with a bird, go with a weird bird like a pelican. Like a flying tiger. That's not a bird. <laughs> go with like a toucan. <laughs> Go with a macaw. Nah, man. Nah, man. Don't, go, don't go with a hawk. Then you gotta or have your logo. Eagle. Then you gotta have that logo be just a colorful, colorful bird. Heck yeah, you do. You know what? You we know got, how many different color combinations you can you can throw on that uniform because you have a toucan as your mascot, bro. The possibilities <laughs> are endless. Okay, so, you can immediately get Fruit Loops to sponsor your team. So the Minnesota Twins, they have the St. Paul Saints, the Wichita Wind Surge, Wind Surge, Wind Surge. That's interesting. Um, the Cedar Rapids Colonels. Fun fact: great place to watch a baseball game. Cur- Cedar Rapids Colonels. Oh, these said Colonels. No, Colonels. Like, Excuse me. And then the Fort Myers Mighty Muscles. That's a good one. Oh, are those like the clam? Like they have like a clam yeah. for a logo? Yeah, that's a that's Mighty a great Muscles. One. All right, that's enough. Of that um, there was some little bit of football news that just came out a couple minutes ago, uh, courtesy of Parker Gabriel at the Lincoln Journal Star. It sounds like PG former. TCU running back AJ Allen is going to take a, an official visit to Lincoln this af- this weekend, not afternoon. Hmm. This weekend, so AJ Allen, five foot eleven, hundred ninety pound running back, um, says that he's traveling to Nebraska's campus on Thursday. Here's what here's what Parker says in his article. You can find it at the LincolnJournalStar.com. It says Allen is an interesting prospect, not only because of his high school production, but also because he was verbally committed to play for new Husker running backs coach Brian Applewhite at TCU before head coach Gary Patterson was fired there in the midst of the fall. I would also like to point out Gary Patterson at Texas, weird. Very weird. Did you hear about that? No. He is now working for Steve Sarkeesian at Texas. Hmm, dislike. In high school, A.J. Allen put up numbers at Neville High rushing for more than 2,000 yards and 34 touchdowns. Um, Nebraska just offered Allen a scholarship on January 5th, a little more than a week before head coach Scott Frost finalized Apple White's hire. You know the last time Nebraska hired a coach and they went after a person that was committed to their previous school was DeColdest Crawford. And now look, mm-hmm. he's on campus. So things to get excited about. Um, 402-464-5685. Aaron Sorensen of Hale Varsity will join us here in a few moments. Uh, there's also some transfer news. Oh, let's hear it. Uh, not, not good transfer news. Nebraska missed out on the Miami That's defensive right. tackle, uh, Nestor, Nesta Jade Silvera. He is going to Arizona State. Yeah, so Nebraska is still looking for that. Um, he was from Miami, I believe. He was transferring away from Miami. Uh, but unfortunately, still looking for that guy to fill – Damian Daniels spot um, now with Damian Daniels and DeAndre Thomas. One interesting thing, if Nebraska does 
get the commitment of A.J. Allen after he visits this weekend, then that puts them at eight scholarship running backs. Hmm. After, if, if you're including DeAndre Jackson. That is a decent I would amount say, of running backs. I would say this about DeAndre Jackson. He's planning to come so we can count him in there. We'll see what happens. Look, I mean, if we're going to be honest, I, I don't, at least for to me, if Nebraska gets this this commitment, yeah, um, DeAndre Jackson may be on the outside looking in due to having to stay at Texas A and M for this next semester. Yeah, and I don't think that's a, a hot take or a bold prediction or anything like that. I think it's just the way it is. And I don't know if that's true. They could still honor the commitment and and decide to keep him and bring him into the fold. But I would believe that you know you've got. That would put you at eight scholarship running backs. Say, that's well, that, that is a you, lot of bodies. That would put you at ninety three overall. Yeah, that's a lot of bodies in the room fighting for you know one ball. Unless unless they're telling their guys they're going to do a committee approach again, which mm-hmm. okay. I mean, it, it could also you know it's it's competition. It's a it's true open competition. Whoever wins the job wins the job, and and all these guys obviously. Uh, think that they're the best at what they're doing, so they're gonna go out there. They're gonna, you you know, they're gonna put together a, a a fight and try to win the job and be the number one running back for Nebraska. So you know, if you don't shy away from competition, this would this would be the room for you. Who's what position is going to be the most interesting position battle this spring? Because I I don't think it's quarterback. Like. If you want to say the quarterback for number two, like n- number two on the mm-hmm. quarterback death chart, then I would be okay with that. So you mean the most, like the one I'm most interested in, yeah, or the one that I believe might be the most important battle that's going. I think on? the one you're most interested in because the most important would be quarterback, right? Well, I would say offensive line, just that entire all of those spots. Well, what's interesting, something that I keep thinking that, about, that would be the most important. But to me, the most interesting one would probably be wide receiver. Yeah, but you kind of know who those guys are. It's just whether or not they're out there. You that's, don't know who they are. Mickey Joseph said it's open. Good he point. said it's a, it's a clean slate for everybody. And out of all out of all the coaches right now, out, outside of the defensive coaches who have you know done what they've done, and you know you have no reason to really doubt what they're doing right now. Um, out of all the offensive coaches, Mickey Joseph is the one that I am believing in the most right now. So when he says, well, yeah. you know, when he says it's going to be truly open and everybody is starting from square one, square zero, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. I 100% believe him. So I'm interested in who gets that number one spot. Who, who are the first three receivers out there? I think what, one thing that I keep getting reminded about, not reminded, I keep thinking about, um, is that this staff this year doesn't have time for to try things. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to be so fascinating come fall. How quick are they to pull the trigger on pulling guys? How quick are they to try to reshuffle things if they're not working? Because they don't they don't have the security blanket of time this year. Mm-hmm. Even even if the you know a previously agreed upon metrics that he and uh, Scott Frost and Trev Alberts have talked about and agreed upon, even if that's say four wins, five wins, I don't care how the schedule looks. Just having that idea in the back of your mind is going to make you a, li- a little more jittery. Maybe that's a good word for that. Quick to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. And and by pull the trigger, I mean reshuffle. They, they, they don't have five games at the beginning of the season this year 
to shuffle and find the best group for the offensive line. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't have. They don't have that luxury at running back either. They don't have that luxury of trying to wait seven weeks, six weeks for the running back game to start developing for, for somebody to pull ahead and take the reins well, during even, the season. It's not even that. Like even if they go by the committee pr- approach, they don't have four weeks for the committee to ap- approach to finally work. Mm-hmm. And even if. Even if they get the wins early on in the season against North Dakota and against Northwestern, you still have Oklahoma. Like, even if you win ugly in those games, yes, they're wins, but you can't have false confidence just because it worked against North Dakota. You can't expect it to work against a Big Ten West opponent. You need to progress and develop and keep on building every single week. Mm-hmm. So it's that's what makes this whole thing so interesting for me personally is that there's going to be so many things behind the scenes that you don't honestly think about in year two of a head coaching gig or with a new with a staff is because how quick is the man at the top, Scott Frost, going to be on trying to figure out what works best? Because once again, there's that luxury of, oh, we can just wait and see. And we have we have time. Time is on our side. You don't have that this year. And it's it's wild to think about. You got to win this year, and you got to win early. Because I mean, I I hate talking about how easy or how hard the schedule is, but the the last four games of the season are going to be a bear. Yeah. So you need to, if you're going to win a certain amount of games, if that is your goal, you need to win early. You don't, as as you just said, you don't have the benefit of letting things progress during the season and letting guys. Uh, you know, kind of get comfortable in those spots. Like, you need to be ready to go game one, snap one. You need to be ready. You need to be set. And those guys need to be prepared for a battle day in and day out. Big big key right there. You have to be prepared. And that starts right now when mm-hmm. they're doing conditioning. That starts in spring ball and putting a good product out there in fall camp. And, it's not and, the every, and every guy buy, buying in yeah. and embracing their role, understanding their role, that mutual um, understanding. Both sides under know, understand, and and there's clear communication that both sides know their role. Mm-hmm. And it's not the problem with you know shuffling the lineups or anything, because as Vershawn and Jay say all the time when they were playing, it was it was a daily battle in practice to keep your mm-hmm. spot. So that's that's what these 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 players and these coaches need to understand is. If you if you're you know trying to if you're the starter day one doesn't mean you're going to be the starter week three, yeah. you know you've got to be ready to get that spot and then defend it, keep it, earn it every single day because this year you're going to need fighters, you're going to need warriors to go out there and win these games. It's it's really going to be interesting to see. We'll we'll ask Erin Sorensen of Hale Varsity that um, she's going to join us next here. You're listening to the Happy Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.